Hello and welcome to the Cedars podcast with the Arts and Entertainment Department where we talk about different arts and entertainment stories from the perspective of college students. So this week we are talking about the 2023 Oscars. We'll be talking about some of the best picture nominations including some of our favorites such as Everything Everywhere All at Once and the Banshees of Inishirin along with the Fablemans. <laughs> We'll also be talking about um, cinematography with nominees such as Elvis and All Quiet on the Western Front, including Best Actor and Actress in all the different categories, and Best Animated Feature as well. I'm Janie Walenda. Hi, I'm Sam Acosta. I'm Ben Konich. So we're going to start by talking about the Best Picture nominations. So the movies that were nominated this year were All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar A Way of Water, The Banshees of Inishirin. 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 The Banshees of Inishirin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Woman Talking. So there's a lot of movies. There's too many movies. Yeah. Am I crazy or is this like more than usual? This is way more than usual. I feel like it I feel like there's always more in the best picture category, but I do feel like this is more than normal. I think normally it's five. I think I thought it was six. How many is this? One, two, is three, it six? Two. It's more than six. This is ten. This is ten movies. I think it's ridiculous that there's this many movies on this list. Yeah. Like it's like everyone got a participation trophy yeah. for yeah. making a movie this year. Like if you got more than one or two awards, they're like, here, just put you in best we'll, picture. We'll put you in best picture. I feel That's part okay. of it is trying to include blockbusters that people have seen. Like not that Top Gun Maverick or Avatar Way of Water don't deserve to be here, but it's a very like this is more blockbusters I think than I've ever seen in the best picture category. So that leads to like the question for okay, so like we've all seen Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was like one of the best movies of the year. Yeah. yeah. Like entertainment wise. Mm-hmm. Does that mean it's qualified to be a best picture contender i think top gun maverick has more of a right to be on this list than avatar way of water that's, that's valid. fair yeah like Avatar way of water slapped i will not deny the fact that that movie i loved but it wasn't like best picture m- material you know I think once we get into the conversation of like what sort of movies should be nominated, for me, I feel like Top Gun Maverick is good to be nominated because it's like the best possible version of its like genre. That's true. It is like the best possible action movie, um, one of the best like military inspired movies out there. Whereas like I haven't seen Avatar Way of Water, even under the provision that it's good, is it like the best kind of sci fi movie out there? It's not the best of the year. That would be everything everywhere all at once. Oh, that would be the best yeah. sci fi movie of the year. Yeah. And so that's why. But I think Avatar Way of Water, just on like technical achievement alone. And I know like in the like decade after the first one came out, everyone gets sick of like talking about the technical achievement of Avatar. But to my knowledge, the technical achievement of Way of Water is also extremely impressive. Oh, yeah. And so. Oh, yeah. I'm not mad that it's on here at all. But like that's the thing. It's like with Top Gun Maverick, it had that excitement factor. But that's not something you can necessarily like quantify Mm -hmm. in an Oscars like selection i guess so i don't know part of me is like maybe top gun will win it but i don't think that's no. possible it's not in gonna win way, it. shape or form if i there's... am excited to see it here though because i i don't like looking down on more blockbuster mainstream entertainment so i'm glad it's here yeah i'm i'm glad it's there too but i think there's only one good option on this list and it's everything everywhere all at once that's I, who deserves to win this award i agree with you a hundred percent I have followed the Oscars for a long, long time, and I'm telling you, everything, everywhere, all at once is not going to win because the last time a movie that like really deserved to win and everybody wanted to win, it was Parasite. That was the like Parasite. That was amazing. That was unexpected. That was unexpected, which is why I think it has a shot. Yeah, I think it has Parasite a shot. paved the way for movies that like really deserved it 
to like not lose out to just the movies that are made to win Oscars because mm-hmm. yeah. you there's a lot of movies that are made just to win an Oscar mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and everywhere ever everything everywhere all at once was not one of those movies it was just good yeah I really hope it wins I haven't been able to see it yet and I'm so very bitter that I haven't been able to see it yet but from what I've seen about it is it seems like it has the balance between like every Oscars, some movie will win, and then people will be angry that it wasn't like a blockbuster that they watched and knew of. Um, and I feel like everything, everywhere, all at once, from everything I've seen, it has like both parts. It has like that blockbuster excitement that like the average cinema going audience just really loved it, but it also had like that Oscar material that made it worth it. And it kind of combined the two because I've seen so many people being like everything everywhere all at once like has a shot it should win Mm -hmm. whereas like Parasite it took a lot of time for people to come around and be like oh this movie's actually like really solid and it should have won. Oh yeah. Yeah I didn't see the movie until December it came out like March time frame ish May and so I had seen a lot of the impact like I didn't I wouldn't say I was spoiled for the movie at all. There was a lot I didn't know mm. or expect. I didn't even, I hadn't seen trailers to where I didn't even know who the villain was, which I won't say. But I also like, don't know. Yeah. So, but it, they reveal it in the trailer because oh. I just watched the trailer. And so, because I hadn't seen it, I didn't even know that part. So that was a surprise. But I'd seen a lot of the more emotional moments. There's one line in particular that everyone will repeat all the time. And so I kind of, as we got closer to what I knew was that scene, I was like, oh, I mean, I know the line that's coming. It's going to make me emotionally because it's it's really good. But then the context of the scene is so much more powerful. And so I think that's why I love everything I wear all at once because it's such a strong emotional core. And I don't relate to it on the like immigrant family storyline, which is a big part of it. But even as someone who has a really great relationship with my mom and with my family, that storyline of the complexity of family and ultimately arriving to the conclusion that like... um that it is worth it to be doing small things with the people you love, yeah. that gets me. And so I hope the movie wins. But I I think the Fablemans will win because that's a very – or I don't think Elvis will win. Maybe the Banshees of inter- – no. I can't say it again. I feel like Tar if, has a shot at being an upset. I don't think so. If Banshees wins, I will be furious. <laughs> I will be so angry if Banshees wins. Like, was it cool? yes. But it, I don't even think it deserves to be on this list, mm. to be quite honest. Mm. I think the best actor nominations that they have for it are worthy, but best picture should not even be here. The reason I think the Fablemans will win, one, it's a very typical Oscar choice. But also, if I'm correct, I believe it won Golden Globe for best movie. Which And the only reason I know that, because I don't follow the Golden Globes, is because I saw people upset about it. So mm-hmm. that makes me think that the Fablemans is going to pull like a what was the name? It was based off of Driving Miss Daisy, the Green, Book. Green Book. Green Book. Yeah, when yeah. Green Book won, everybody hated that. So I feel like we're either going to get everything everywhere all at once, and everyone's going to be really excited, or it's going to be the Fablemans, and everyone's going to be mad. Yeah. So do we want to talk about uh, animated feature film? Yes. <laughs> so we have for the list of nominees for animated feature film, we have. Pinocchio, the Netflix Pinocchio that came out. The Guillermo del Toro version. Exactly. We have Marcel the Shell with shoes on. We have Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, The Sea Beast, and then we have Turning Red. Before we start talking about like Puss in Boots versus Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, which is what this is going to evolve into, yeah. I'm very excited to see The Sea Beast on here because it's like a Netflix animated movie that really easily could have gone under the radar, but it is genuinely very good, so I'm I've, glad to see it I've here. seen some clips, and that looks fantastic. It's it's such a fun movie. Can we address the elephant in the room here before Do- I go on? 
I don't think Turning Red should be on this list. It totally should. It totally should. And here's the thing. You I respect I respect the movie. I've seen I've seen parts of it. I respect the movie and I'm glad it was made. I think it needed to be made. I don't I don't think it's Oscars worthy. I mean, there's plenty of animated movies that I absolutely adore, but I was like, I don't think these are Oscars worthy. I will say, I think Turning Red is one of the few movies, and we get this a lot in animated feature films, where it's like, it's good, it deserves to be nominated, but I don't want it to win. And mm-hmm. a lot of times the Disney movies will end up winning by default, even when they're not the best movie in that category. Yeah. I don't think Turning Red's going to win this year. I hope it doesn't. But I do think it deserves to be nominated, because I think... It has a really great, similar to everything everywhere all at once, just like much more kid friendly storyline about generations and how they interact, um, specifically mothers and daughters. And again, I have a great relationship with my mom that these storylines still kind of get me because there's something so incredible about. Well, in Turning Red, it is a loving relationship between mm. the parents and their child, but it still explores like the pressures of growing up and what it means to mature. And it's just like Turning Red's good. It's very silly. I know my family didn't enjoy it quite as much, but I think it deserves to be in here because it has some very hard. It's a very heartfelt movie. It's not a corporate like cash grab movie that Disney made. It is made with heart and it does execute its story well, but it's not going to win. Either Pinocchio or Puss in Boots, The Last Wish is going to win. I also respect Marcel the Shell for making it yes, in here. I'm very glad. To I see have that not one seen here. Marcel the Shell, and I very much want to see it Marcel the Shell because it seems like an absolute wholesome. Oh yeah, romp, mm-hmm. but. That would probably make you cry. I I, I doubt it. That's like it seems like one of those movies that has the most wholesome trailer, and then it's like the most gut punching story ever told. That was yeah. an A twenty four movie too, right? Yeah, it was. It was an A twenty four movie, which was kind of wild. Because don't they? Because A twenty four does horror most of the time, and like, occasional drama, like yeah, yeah. Because they did the whale. A twenty four did the whale. Didn't they also do? Um, was it A24 that made three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri? I think so. I think so, yeah. that one, that one, Oscar, that one Best mm-hmm. Picture in like 2017 A24 or A24 is really just popping off overall. A24 has really, really, yeah, has come into the scene pretty strong. Mm-hmm. But So if it comes down to Pinocchio or Puss in Boots, what are we thinking? So in terms of what's most likely, I actually went into this nomination like Pinocchio is going to win. Puss in Boots is going to get nominated for sure. Mm-hmm. But I was very certain Pinocchio is going to win. But I'm less sure now. I've seen both movies twice. I adore both movies wholeheartedly. And I think both deserve the win in a sense of like neither of them are not worthy of the Oscar. Let's call it a tie. Yeah, let's call it a tie. Please. I'd love to call it a tie. I'm willing to call it a tie because like. I, I've seen Puss in Boots. I've seen only parts of Pinocchio, but everything that I've seen about Pinocchio, I'm like, this This is one of those films that's like art. It's a masterpiece. It really is. And Puss in Boots, though, at the same time, I went in going, yeah, it's a Puss in Boots movie. It's what's it going to be. And then I came out like, oh, my word, that was like, it had no business being that good. Like, it's story, it's animation. Kind of like, like Shrek 2. <laughs> except it's better. Puss in Boots had like an actually like really solid depiction of like a mental health and panic attacks and oh, how yeah. like PTSD lasts with someone and this is from like an animated kids movie and I was like about a cat dang about a cat with a sword played by Zorro like I, I get the warrior cat fandom now I get it now <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense um so I I don't know like this is one of those cases where it's like I have a personal bias because I've seen more of Puss in Boots and I really like Puss in Boots, but this is one where it's like, either way it falls, like I would be really happy and I feel like both like really deserve to be on here. I feel like people are going to be really upset if Puss in Boots doesn't win because that's what I've seen 
far more people, I think, have seen Puss in Boots, and it's a much more commercially appealing one. Like, I don't think anyone's going to be bothered if, like, you know, a really obscure movie wins Best Picture. Because I think most reasonable people, even if they want Top Gun Maverick to win, realize it's not going to win. Yeah. But I feel like this is a case where everyone is like, Puss in Boots should really win. And But it's a tough call. It's not even like when Spider-Verse came out. I don't think it had any good movies that year. To where, like, if any movie had won over Spider-Verse, there would have been riots in the street because Mm -hmm. that would have been completely unfair. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, for Pinocchio to win over Puss in Boots would 100% be fair, Mm -hmm. but people are still going to be mad. Yeah. I mean, it's not an Oscar season if there's not fury and outrage at at least one category. Oh, yeah. Well, one snub or one... I don't think we have space to talk about it here, but there is the whole mess about the actress in supporting role and... um, Oh, her name's not on here. Did they take her off? Oh, the 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 actress who campaigned Andrea to be on there. Andrea Like I thought, I heard that she was still getting nominated, but her name's not on here on like the official website. Yeah. Or, or or Viola Davis not getting nominated. For Viola Davis King. not getting nominated. Or the Batman not getting a best soundtrack. Anyways, we'll we'll move on. Anyway, I'm not gonna rant. That, but I could. That's I think you're wrong for that one. But well, I've listened to that score on repeat. I, Me too. I don't know. Anyways. Good for you, buddy. So, it doesn't mean it deserves <laughs> to be an Oscar winner. Moving on, we're going to talk about like the writing for an original screenplay. There's two categories for writing. So adapted screenplays are for all the things that are sequels or based off books. So that's where like favorites like All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion, Top Gun, Maverick are. But we're going to talk about original screenplays. So because I really cannot say that name. Sam, do you want to read out? The Banshees of Inishirin. Do you want to read out the yeah. original writing screenplays, please? Yeah, so we got The Banshees of Inishirin. We have Everything Everywhere All at Once. We have The Fablemans. We have Tar. And then we have Triangle of Sadness. Um, I think, I mean, and this is kind of, I feel like this is kind of be going to be across the board. Everything Everywhere All at Once and The Fablemans are the top contenders yeah. for mm-hmm. this one. Uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, again, I think should win Best Picture. So I think it has a really good shot at best original screenplay, but also the Fablemans, Steven Spielberg telling his story through an art, like kind of like this fictional bio biopic kind of story about his family and growing up and loving movies. Uh, both of them hit like different chords of my heart. And so I think both have, have business winning this. Uh, again, I don't think Banshees of Inishurin should even be on this list, but okay. You keep, you said that a couple times. What in in a short condensed form? Why do you not think the Banshees of Inisherin should be in these categories? It's a slow burn that does not pay off. Mm. A slow burn that doesn't burn. A slow burn that only gets to like a match like the fire that you'd get from a match like instead of a slow burn into like a bonfire that you're like wow that was kind of worth it it's like oh someone light a candle <laughs> like it was just like it was like great acting but the story was like and even like the concepts of the story were great mm. like the fear of being boring and mm. people not wanting to be your friend because you're boring like dude that's heartbreaking. Like that's like the fear of man right there. Yeah. But then it's like, wow, I cut my fingers off. The end. <laughs> that's literally the plot. That's literally the plot of that story. Good so, to know. Yeah, right. I see your point. Thank you. So 
I think we'll probably move on to cinematography. I've waxed poetic about like everything everywhere all at once. You've waxed poetic about banshees. Ben, I think it's your turn to wax poetic uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. Because so I know that's why you wanted to talk about The nominees for this category is All Quiet on the Western Front, um, Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths, Elvis, Empire of Light, and Tar. Now, before I talk about All Quiet on the Western Front, which I think deserves this win... You mentioned previously before we started recording, Sam, that you dislike Elvis and you do not think it should be in this category. Can you explain? I think I know Elvis was huge. And I mean, shout out to Austin Butler for keeping up that voice for what, like two years? Did you see that he finally decided he's going to stop because it permanently damaged his vocal cords? Oh no, I've been purposely ignoring that. Uh, okay. Well, that was a cool story <laughs> that I saw. It's like, good for him. It's time to put it aside I just something about Elvis I feel like Elvis was trying to capitalize it Bohemian Rhapsody came out in what 2018 Mm -hmm. yeah and it rocked Bohemian Rhapsody was amazing and it started this this trend of banned biopic movies where we got Rocket Man which was uh, it was like, you can't hate on these movies because it's about iconic musical artists and it mm-hmm. has those mu- like those music, like musical numbers that are like the best of the best. So it's like, you can't hate on it. But also like Rocketman was not great. And now Elvis was not great, but Elvis was cool because Elvis is Elvis. So where does the Weird Al movie fit into? <laughs> I have not seen the Weird Al movie, but when I tell you that, that is one I kind of, like, I, w- I want to see it and give it a chance just because something about it, something about Weird Al as an artist is weird, like, is just iconic, com- like, in a different way than, like, yeah, great musical, like, Elton John, Elvis. Well, what's genius about the movie, and I haven't seen it, but I was just interested in it, is that it in itself is a parody of the biography. So it's not meant to be anywhere close to a factual retelling of his life. The Weird Al one? Yeah, the Weird yeah. Al is meant... So, of course, because it's Weird Al, it's a parody. But I just think it's genius, and so yeah. I don't know if the actual movie is good or not. And that, but that's, that's a fair point, I guess, Sam, because like, I really enjoyed Elvis, um, and I thought it was really well made. But, like... I would say, like, if any category, I thought the cinematography or the acting would be the best, like, the ones it was best deserved in. Mm. I think the editing was kind of whack. <laughs> um, it went a little too much sometimes. But, like, mm-hmm. I like the cinematography. But I think, without a doubt, All Quiet on the Western Front deserves to win this category. Um, that was, in my opinion, one of my, the, like, the best movies of the year. I don't think it has a shot at Best Picture because everything everywhere all at once seems like it's going to sweep but cinematography all quiet on the western front was a such a beautiful movie to look at and it was like it was shot so well and it contrasted like the beauty of the shots contrasted like the horrors of what was shown in those shots Mm. in such a way that it really like it added to its concept of like war and the numbing effect of war and yet there's still like beauty to be found around but the people that are so stuck in it are just like lost i don't know it was it was in my opinion some of the best cinematography i've seen in a long long time so if that one loses to like tar no offense to tar (laughs) but if it loses to tar 
or something like that, I might throw a table. I feel like it has a solid chance at winning just because it's gotten recognized. Because not only is it, it's cool to repeat the parasite pattern of being nominated for Best International and also for Best Film Overall. Like, that's a really cool honor, even mm-hmm. if it's not going to, I think it will win Best International, mm-hmm. but it's not going to win Best Film. But I think because it was nominated and it's such a, like, mainstream, for lack of a better word, uh, film, I think it'll, I, I think it has a good chance of winning cinematography. I will say my one, my one thing that I'm angry about, I don't even know if it's a snub because I don't think it was even, like, campaign for it, but... I don't know his name, but the the young actor who played um, the protagonist in that movie, mm. um, he hadn't been in a whole lot of other things before. I think he'd been in like a couple small roles in like German television, and he should have gotten a Best Actor nomination, mm. I think, because his nonverbal acting alone, like the transformation he had, was oh, it's beautiful. That's a great segue if we want to start talking about actors. See, I set you up. Um, thank you for that. So we have um, <laughs> um, actor in a leading role. Uh, Sam, just fill me in because I'm giving up on this pronunciation. But we have Austin Butler and Elvis. We have Colin Farrell for- And the Banshees of Inisherin. Thank you. Brendan Fraser for The Whale. Paul Mescal, Mescal for After Sun. And Bill Nighy for Living. So I think it's between Butler- uh, Is it- it's Farrell and Frazier. Mm. It's between the three of them, I think. I think Frazier will win. Yeah, that's the most likely. I think Frazier will win. I feel like Butler kind of deserves it too. Like, well, regardless. All of them it. I mean, yeah. But, like, regardless of what you thought about Elvis, like, it was pretty impressive the way he transformed. He did transform himself. Um, but also, I just want to see Brendan Fraser get like yeah. recognized. Yeah, so Bre- just... the, the reason I think Brendan Fraser will win is because it's the ultimate comeback story. It's yeah, it's a great. Yeah, I would love that just for him as an actor, and because he's obviously so talented. It's it's the same thing with um, the guy from Everything Everywhere All at Once, uh, Ki Ki Kwan, hmm. or however you say it. I should have looked this up beforehand. But um, it's that same sort of idea of it's so great to see these very talented actors who were kind of kept out of Hollywood for a while or felt like they couldn't make it to see them succeed. Um, I feel like I want to see Colin Farrell win an Oscar at some point because he consistently does really good work. Colin Farrell is very good. He is really good. And I'm glad to see him start to get that recognition by being nominated. But I think it'll go to Brendan Fraser. So actor in a supporting role because that's how they have the setup. We have Brendan Gleeson and Banshees of Inisherin. We have Brian Tyree Hen- Henry and Cos- Causeway. We have Jude Hirsch in The Fablemans. Is it Judd? Judd, yeah. Barry Keegan in The Banshees of Inisherin. And <laughs> do you anyway? And Kehu Kwan, or I'm, my apologies for not pronouncing that correctly, but everything everywhere all at once. And I think he's gonna win. I think he's gonna win. One hundred percent. He deserves to win. Mm-hmm. The only person I see putting up a fight is maybe I can see Brendan Gleeson putting up a fight because he did do well and then yeah I think Brendan Gleeson will probably be the only person in that fight Um, so that's what I would say very well deserved win Mm because he was just phenomenal and everything everywhere at once yeah. Like he's going to, he's won every other award. He's probably going to win this one. Yeah. And speaking of that, actress in a leading role, we have Kate Blanchett and Tar. Anna the Armist is in Blonde. Oh, wait. It was, she's in a leading role. We were talking about this earlier. I thought she was supporting. Andrea Riseborough 
and Les into Leslie, Michelle Williams and the Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh and everything I wrote at once. And Michelle Yeoh is going to win. Michelle, Michelle Yeoh is going to win. She has won everything else. I will say Michelle Williams and the Fablemans was an amazing performance. Oh, yeah. No doubt. It was such a great performance. And while I do think Michelle Yeoh will win because everything everywhere all at once just slapped on every single level. Oh, yeah. Michelle Williams also deserves this nomination. And if anyone else were to win, it would be her. Well, then, so do the we, big con- oh, Go ahead. Sorry. Do we want to talk about the fact that Viola Davis is not on this list? Yeah. That, that makes me angry. Ana de Armas, I obviously have not seen the movie. I'm never going to. I don't doubt that she gave a pretty good performance, but I don't think she should be on this list just because I don't. I mean, I don't doubt that she didn't act her pants off, but. Viola Davis should be on the list. Viola Davis should be on the list. She should be. I I have seen parts of Blonde, like a very like very like random parts of the movie. It I was not impressed, mm-hmm. and so the fact that she's on this list does surprise me, especially with the mixed re- the not great reception that movie got. Normally, if a movie like really tanks like that, they don't. The Oscar, like the Oscars, don't really pay attention to it. Yeah. And on the flip side, I remember Woman King was very well received, but Viola Davis yeah. still got a snub. So thanks for that, Oscars. Maybe yeah. she'll get. It's a blockbuster, so maybe not. But maybe she'd get nominated for um, uh, when uh, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes comes out Ooh. next year, because she has a supporting role in that. That like I could. It, it's. It's very much in the vein of mildly crazy villain, so I could see her possibly getting a nod for that. So maybe I'll make up for it, and maybe mm-hmm. they'll do that to make like they'll do it on purpose to make up for her. But um, I don't know if we have enough time to talk about the whole to Leslie controversy, but that's just wild. Yeah, yeah. I it sounds like she gave a great performance, so I'm not mad at her being nominated as an actress, but like. It's unfortunate that other actresses mm-hmm. got snubbed. Should we move on to actress in a supporting yeah. role? Yeah. So nominees for that is we have Angela Bassett in Black Panther Wakanda Forever, uh, Hong Chao, or however you pronounce that. I'm so sorry if I butchered that, in The Whale. Um, Carrie Condon in The Banshees of Insurin. In a Sharon. In a Sharon. In a Sharon, sorry. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in Everything Everywhere All at Once. And then Stephanie Su yep. in Everything Everywhere All at Once also, which I- interesting that you... There's been a couple categories where it's like two actors or actresses nominated for one movie, which I'm really glad Stephanie Sue got nominated. Mm -hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis deserves to be nominated by all means. But earlier in the award season, it looked like she was going to be favored over Stephanie Sue, which would have been a crime. Mm -hmm. Stephanie Sue is so good in this movie. Incredible. And it's just really fun for me as a Broadway fan to see Broadway actors succeeding. So I'm very happy for her. But she's not going to win. Angela Bassett's going to win. Angela Bassett is going to win this. Maybe an upset for Hong Chao. Hong Chao. Yeah. I don't think so. If it, but, anyone's going to upset, it'll be Sue. Yeah. But Angela Bassett's going to win. Completely well-deserved. Very exciting for comic book movies, but mm-hmm. mostly just really exciting for Angela Bassett. I mean, she that, is that performance was- asset actor. It anchored that movie for me. It was just- So oh, great. It was so good. Yeah. 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 Well, I think that's about all. There's many, many other categories, but a lot of them are very technical things that I know at least I don't know the most about. So- Uh, Thanks for listening, and tune in next time. Thank you. Thank you.